Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we are crossing the pond and heading to England to chat with Luke Dejahang. Luke is working as an actor, producer, and entrepreneur. He joins us today to discuss his upcoming film project, Fatherhood. Luke, it's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much, Lucia. It's wonderful to be here with you and your wonderful guests. Thank you for having me. Of course. You know, I've heard you are quite the martial artist with 27 years of experience and two black belts. Can you tell us how did it all start? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So when, when I was when I was growing up uh, in South, I was I grew up in South, a place in London, in the southeast of London. And in those days, uh, it was quite a, a tough, tough neighborhood. Um, I was quite a, a shy uh, and introverted little boy. You'd never believe it now, um, but I was. And uh, my parents, uh, they thought, you know what, what can we do to, you know, bring this kid out of his shell and give him some skills and discipline and self-confidence? And martial arts was probably the best thing that ever happened to me um, because it gave me, not only did it give me confidence, it also gave me self-belief. It also gave me discipline. So there's so much that comes with martial arts that um, that's beyond just the physical, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've, I've done, I did it for many, many years. I still practice now, but um, you know, I, I practiced for many years in my in my early years, my twenties. So yeah, that's that's the background to martial arts. Could you share with us a favorite childhood memory that still makes you laugh or brings back? Like some nostalgia. Yeah, I probably would. I'd probably say one of my happiest memories, uh, childhood memories, was on a hot summer's day, just doing something very simple, and sitting in the garden with with my family and just having a picnic in the garden. Just something so simple, but it brings back memories of you know a happy. Uh, uh, time uh, um, in those moments. Around those moments, there were ups, there were downs. <laughs> but you know, we, the the happy moments—that's certainly that's certainly one of them that that is a recurring happy thought. Of, I remember those days when we sit in the garden and put you know put a tablecloth down and on a hot summer's day, you know, have fruit and and you know crisps and whatever else. You know, it's very simple, but. A happy memory all the same. It were great times when kids, they have so many things to do outside. We yeah, do. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, having a picnic in the garden is such a simple thing. And, and nature, I love nature. I developed a love for nature from a young age. And I still now 
when I'm when I'm you know in the country or in the woods or or wherever I, you know I love the nature I love the outdoors so um, yeah I think that probably was from from early childhood you know those memories mm -hmm. and look you have such a diverse background in acting martial arts as we were talking entrepreneurship and more so what inspired you to embark on this unique career path yeah it's a great question Lucia. again it goes back to my childhood of um developing that confidence and I, I think my my earliest memory was it was I think a school like a little school play or a Christmas play or you know one of these nativity plays and I just you know I just love that I love that idea of of being lost in a space where it's you you looking out you're looking out into darkness and then the lights on you and then you're in this make believe world you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when I caught the first bug, uh, you know, the, the acting bug, as they call it, um, or we call it the acting bug. It was it was on a on a Christmas uh, uh, play, and then thereafter, I went to um, I, I was put into uh, acting classes for children again to, to to help me with, you know, the confidence and you know, acting and martial arts two fantastic things for children to bring confidence. And to bring them out of their shell, not least because with acting, it means you have to read and you've got literature and you've got creativity and the arts and you're learning about painters and, you know, authors and playwrights and musicians and all of this sort of thing. So it's, it's wonderful for children just from that perspective. Um, so I, I started off by going to, um, you know, a children's acting class and then it just developed from there in my early teens. Um, I got picked by an agent and then I did some TV shows for kids in the, in the UK back at the time. And then all the way up to my early 20s, um, I did some big TV shows in the UK. I was in a show called London's Burning, which was a show about firefighters at the time and fire, um, uh, the London Fire Brigade and the incredible work that, that firefighters all around the world do. Um, this particular show was about the London Fire Brigade. Um, so that that was a show that I did. And then I did a number of other shows. And then I took some time out from the industry. And then I went on to a second career because that time that I took out, at the time I had young children, and I just wanted to have some stability, make sure I'm around, I'm not always away from home, filming. You know, some of the films I was doing, I was away for six, eight, ten weeks And the kids were very young. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take some time out, spend it with the kids. And maybe in six months time, I'm going to come back. Mm -hmm. Well, six months, Lucia became 15 years. <laughs> so I took six months out and then I went and retrained as a, as a carpenter because I thought, you know what? People are always going to need roofs above their heads and they're always going to need their doors being hung. Mm and windows being fitted and kitchens being fitted. So I thought, you know, I'll go and do, um, uh, uh, you know, become a trainer as a carpenter. And I did that. Even while I was acting, I was doing night school and carpentry and became a, a qualified carpenter. And then uh, 
what, six months became 15 years and I, and I ran a business and, I, and the business is still running now successfully. And about two, two and a half years ago, I thought, you know what? I really miss the acting. I miss the acting and, you know, it's time for me to come back. And it, it was just, it was just that. I was, I was in somewhere in France, in a bar somewhere in France. And, you know, I was sat there after my evening meal and I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go back to the UK and get straight back into the acting because I miss it. And that's what I did. And here we are now. It's wonderful. You really have the acting bug. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I, I enjoy it. Um, I also, I also love the, the different people that you meet in, in the creative industry and specifically, you know, in, in this genre, in, in film. You know, I've met some really wonderful people and made some really good friends on, on my return. And, you know, open-minded people, you know, accepting people, um, you know, it, the, the arts and the creative, creative people, you know, this, you know, it's a joy for me anyway. It's, it really is a joy. And look, your upcoming film is inspired by your own childhood. So can you share with us some of the personal moments or memories from your early years that influenced the storytelling in this film? Sure, sure. So as I mentioned, Lucia, when I, I came back two years ago, I've done three short films and I've been very fortunate and lucky that those short films have gone on to win a number of awards, which, which is lovely when that happens. But I knew that doing those short films, and I love I love short form and making short films, but my real passion lies in feature movies, feature films. So I wanted to just warm up with these these short films, and then I, I did an Apple TV series as well, which we just filmed, which is coming out at the end of this year, I think, or early next year. And then I knew when I finished that Apple show, I wanted to to uh, I wanted to focus on on this feature film called Fatherhood. And Fatherhood is, is essentially based on, it's not a true story or my story, but there are elements of, you know, things that have happened, things that I've seen, experiences and things that I've heard growing up in these areas uh, of Southeast London where, you know, there is a lot of poverty, there is a lot of gang violence, and there's a lot of um, desperate people, you know, uh, that are just looking for a way out. There's so many good people, so many kind people, so many people that are just looking to, to, you know, get on with their life, work hard and just catch a break, you know, just catch a break. And um, so this this film is, is based on on some of that. It's also based on the relationship of a father who goes to prison. Now, I will add, I've never been to prison, <laughs> but the story, you know, there are a lot of people, wherever they are, not just in Salad, wherever in the world, that have gone to prison. So this story is based on that. But it's not, the story is not about somebody that's gone to prison. More importantly, it's a story about somebody who's gone to prison for something 
bad that they've done and they've ended up in prison, but the story is more about the redemption and this person who changes. My character becomes a reborn Christian uh, and in prison and seeks forgiveness and he becomes he becomes a devout Christian in in prison. And when he comes out, the film asks the question, is is he going to get a second chance? Will people give him a second chance? He's repented, he has come out and he is devastated and truly, truly sorry and remorseful for his actions. And he has he is a changed man. And then what adds to this the dynamics and the complexity of the film is when he comes out he has a family still that he left when he went inside prison that he wants to reconnect with and he wants to reconnect with his son and there are lots of obstacles Mm -hmm. and then we add into that the fact that his son wants to become a professional footballer and in a lot of these areas where sports and music is a way out you know not always but it's it's a way out you do get you know you get people that go on and become doctors and teachers and civil servants and work in you know in the UK we have the National Nurse Service in the NHS my own mother is a nurse in, in the NHS so you know there's a lot of good hard-working people that just go on and do normal jobs but there are people as well that that um, work hard and they achieve a great, you know, not a greater success, but they achieve success, which is on a national or an international scale, let's say, whether it be music or sport. In our film, Fatherhood, it, the way out for my son in the film is football. But then that also presents its own obstacles and challenges. So the film is fraught with obstacles and challenges. And you're watching these characters struggle to survive, struggle to improve, redeem themselves. There's a big, there's a lot of, in my, a lot of my films, there is this idea of redemption. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, my films, I try to have always a message where there's something hopefully positive uh, and it gives you hope at the end. So you start in one place and then at the end, you get something from the film. Uh, or the story that hopefully, hopefully, in some way will, you know, in some small way even will inspire or make you think or go away and, and if we put it really simply, you know, might hopefully want to make you kinder in some way, you know, or have a deeper understanding of, you know, okay, you know, we're all the same, you know, we've got the same wants, the same needs, you know, we're human beings with the same things that drive us all, love for our families. And some of these themes come out in this film, um, but it just so happens that a lot of it is based on the areas that I grew up in, in South East London. It sounds like a beautiful film and also very inspiring. And look, are you acting and in this movie, you are the main character. Yeah, I'm playing the father. You're playing the father. Yeah. So you wrote the story. You are the producer. You are one of the actors. So what was the most challenging aspect 
of working on fatherhood? Well, we're, we're still working. We're still working on fatherhood. Um, we haven't filmed it yet, but we're, we we are. The film is not. It's not shot yet. But right now, we're still at an early stage. We're hoping to be shooting it beginning of next year. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, the the so the, I would say the biggest challenge is, you know, when you when you write a story and then you leave it and then you go back to it and then you read it again you're continuously adding layers to the story and building the story and changing things so to get to that finished point where you're 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 happy with the story i would probably say is the biggest challenge for me and on this i'm i'm an exec producer uh i'm playing the part of tony the 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 lead character in it. Um, but I'm not the only writer. I'm a co-writer. So, you know, the idea was inspired by me. Um, I'm co-writing it with Enrico Tessarine. And Enrico is wonderful, um, wonderful uh, producer and writer. And, uh, and I'm hoping with myself and Enrico, we will be doing a lot more work um, and collaborations going forward. And as I mentioned, um, we've got a wonderful director on board who I can't announce just yet. Um, but the film is is getting some real momentum, and we've got some national and international footballers. So there's there's a lot of really really good people uh, that are that, that that are involved with the project. So I can't wait until we get it out there and and you know we we show it to people. We're, we're, this is what we're doing it for. This is what we do. It's it's for people to sit down, enjoy hopefully take something away from it you know mm-hmm. i can't wait to watch this movie look yeah well i'm gonna keep you posted we're gonna stay in touch now lucia for sure yes. huh? <laughs> absolutely but let's go. is it an independent film yes completely yeah. independent it's mm. completely independent wonderful that you're doing it as a father of three kids how would you describe the significance of fatherhood in your life? That's a great question. That's a great question. I would say fatherhood just for me, it brings home the importance of positive um, positive male role models and figures uh, for, for, for young people, young teenage, especially young teenage boys. You know, I think some of the challenges that maybe I saw when I was growing up was that a lot of the kids, they didn't have any positive role models or positive influences to show them the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, so the martial arts schools and the boxing academies and the amazing work that the football academies, boxing, martial arts, the people that took those classes, they should be getting awards, honestly, awards and rewards, because they play such a vital and pivotal role in the community in providing some of these young kids with some hope, some self-esteem, and just a positive uh, uh, influence. So to go back to your question, how has it influenced me as a father? It, you know, and look, I'm, I'm, 
I'm the first to say I'm a person of flaws. I've made, you know, I make mistakes. I'm, I don't sit and ever judge because it's, it's, you know, I'm just a human being. But what I do know is that, you know, the effort and when you try to be a positive role model, you know, at least the, you know, you're making that attempt and effort to provide, you know, your own kids in my case and other kids that maybe, you know, that, that may be looking for a, um, a role model, you know, you're giving them some inspiration as well, you know. So I think that's what this film's about. Even though our characters in this film starts with somebody that's made some terrible, terrible mistakes and made some terrible choices in his life, terrible choices. But then, you know, he he seeks redemption. He changes as a human being. And then it becomes a bigger question of, okay, so where do you go from here? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to do to fix the mess that was created? What are you going to do now? Is it too little, too late? These are all the questions which make it a very, I think, for me, a story which which keeps you watching because, you know, you want, like in any, in any I think, story that I see I like to 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 really get to know the characters and follow their journey and see you know how is it going to work out for them in some cases you know you want it to work out for them in some cases you think you know what you don't deserve a second chance and this is for the audience this is for the audience to decide yeah exactly and you know look I love when you highlighted the importance of kindness Humility. So important. Yeah. So important. So so important. Just the most basic thing that that you know we can all do for each other is just a simple act of kindness. And you know, sometimes that I'll be the first to say, you know, if I look back on my life, sometimes I look back and I think, oh, maybe I could have said this differently or I could have acted that way. You know, we're human beings, but I think if you're if you make a conscious effort at kindness, a conscious effort, you know, you're already aware. And I think awareness is the first thing. Lack of awareness is, is where we have such problems and challenges where people have a lack of awareness of kindness, where what you're doing and what you're saying, how you're impacting your fellow human beings, the impact that you're having you know, so I believe it's incumbent on us to, you know, be responsible in 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 trying to be kind people. You know, I say that unashamedly. You know why? What's, you know, there's no weakness in being kind. No, absolutely no. It's I always tell my guests that if you have nothing to offer, offer a smile. At least this is for free. Is yeah. It's so good when you you wake up in the morning, someone say good morning and give you a smile. This is so like my day will be even more beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. And look, so what message would you like to leave for our listeners today? My message to the listeners I think we've you've said it there. Be kind, enjoy your life, you know, love yourself, 
be kind to yourself. Be kind to others and be kind to yourself. Yeah, so that's, that's you know, you know, I love what your show is about and it's about relating to people and it's such a wonderful concept. But yeah, that, that simple act of compassion and kindness for one another, if we can just do that consciously once a day, you know. Yeah. And look, we're, we're human beings, Lucia. We slip up, you know. Anyone who's going to ever say, oh, you know, oh, I, I, you know, we're in the real world and we make mistakes. But if you at least have the, at least if you're making the effort to embrace compassion and kindness, you're already halfway there because you're aware. Look, you are awesome. I'm so happy to have you here today, really. It's my absolute pleasure. I'm honored and humbled to be here. Mm -hmm. I thank you for your time. And again, I thank you for your um, for your listeners. It's it's such a nice thing as well when you're speaking to people about things actually. I mean, I love talking about my career and acting and, and business. But it's really nice as well just to talk about some of the basic things where you just take all of the the material and the success and all of that and you just put that aside and you say, you know what, let's just get back to just basic humanity. And 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 to and to and to for you to have a platform where you know you're speaking to your guests about this and engaging in this subject matter, I think is wonderful. So I commend you. Thank you. But the idea behind this podcast is that being relatable is not that I agree 100% with everything someone says, but being able to listen and to understand mm -hmm. what and why they did that. Mm -hmm. And being able to relate, of course, this is the idea. This was how I started. And I couldn't be happier, and having you here is my pleasure. It's very, I'm very happy to be here as well, and I agree with you. I think um, you know sometimes you, you know, one might be speaking to somebody where you have a different view, and that's allowed, of course. And um, but there is no better way to engage uh, other than uh, to have open dialogue, because through dialogue we can try to, as you say, relate and try to see the world from, you know, somebody else's perspective, you know, and through through understanding, through understanding that's got to be the first step, I'm sure, to resolution. The first thing is understanding and open dialogue, you know, so I agree with you. It just so happens that we do agree on everything we've spoken about today. <laughs> yes, of course, I agree with everything. And when you were talking about fatherhood, yeah. I very yeah. much agree. And also, for our listeners, I would like to know how they can find you online, connect with you, and know sure. about the news. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I have now, you, I, I have to ask the forgiveness, uh, your forgiveness, your listeners' forgiveness, because social media, I'm not so big on it, and, and I'm not too tech savvy. I have to be honest. I'm a good carpenter and I'm a, I'm a half-decent actor. But when it comes to technology and social media, I'm not the best. Um, but um, my dear friend who, who runs, uh, helps me with my social media, I do have an Instagram uh, account, uh, an official Instagram account. So um, I think it's just Luke Dejahang 
official Instagram, <laughs> I think. So forgive me. But yeah, so there's Instagram and, and I believe she's got the Twitter as well. So and and also, you know, I've got um, you know, you can follow my work if you put my name in, you'll see the stuff that I'm doing. So I'm I'm hopefully I'm relatable and reachable. You are. And dear listeners, thank you for tuning in. Look, thanks a lot again for sharing. Lucia, thank you and, and all my love to you and your listeners. God bless you all. Thank you. And we are excited to see fatherhood and your upcoming projects. Wonderful. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.